It's Juneteenth, bro. Protesting about police brutality first. And I did not care for the whole premise of Juneteenth because I was like, why are we celebrating? (laughs) (laughs) This is the neighborhood therapist. I'm with my bro, Mike B. Yeah, yeah. And this is the Black Man Misunderstood podcast. Now, I've known this brother for 20 years. Same hood, totally different upbringing. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be I remember, when, I remember when we were little, I wasn't even thinking about anything with marketing. I was all about business and numbers and accounting. I'm like, yo, I'll be the best accountant that I know. <laughs> you got to be specific, though. Little win. Fifth grade, I guess, sixth grade. <laughs> you're right. All right. So I guess it was more so when I got into, I guess, seventh, eighth grade that I finally decided because, you know, Keisha by then in school, going to school for accounting. I thought accounting, I guess, was the way for me to go. I didn't even I didn't even think about the marketing side of business at all. It was just no money and numbers for me. Mm. And I just want to let the uh the listeners know y'all will be hearing that name very, very often. Keisha Queen Keisha, the the big Hestress, the Hestress, um <laughs> top shotta. She's one hundred percent tied to Mike's journey to his upbringing, the man that you see today. Yes. She, she, she is the one. She is the one. She is responsible for that. Uh, don't let nobody tell you different. Even Mike get into his little moves. He'll tell you. You know that's top. That's the top one. Top done, Dada. Yeah, don't don't go against big sis. Nah, nah, not not unless you got your ducks in a row. <laughs> Even then, I wouldn't try it. <laughs> right about that too. Fact, right, man. So, so what's today, man? What's today? It's Juneteenth, bro. Juneteenth. What during what quarantine? That? During quarantine, at that. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Well, you know, it's the day where slavery is officially that was kaput. Now it's the final day. All the states finally accepted it. The law was ratified in the United States. So, it's a, it's a big day. Big day. Most people we don't celebrate it like we're celebrating it now. Um, so basically, Black Man's Independence Day in America. If you actually think about it. Okay, so I'm glad you said that because before you said that, I am one of the rare few Black men that kind of just side-eyed this whole um, Juneteenth holiday. Um, I don't care for July 4th. I never have. You guys, anybody that's known me, I don't care for Christmas. I don't care for Thanksgiving. I Most don't holidays. care for Halloween. <laughs> all, all the fake holy days, because that's what they're supposed to be, holy days, and they turn them into holidays, but I ain't going to take that, take it there. But um, I did not care for the whole premise of Juneteenth because I was like, why are we celebrating them freeing us? You see what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. Okay. It wasn't like it wasn't like we did in the Haiti Revolution. 
we went in and we was chopping heads off and we we fought for our freedom. They gave it to us. Why are we celebrating this? July 4th is celebrated because we went over there and we taxed their ass. <laughs> I, I can't say I can't say me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know the history behind that as far as uh the black culture is concerned. Um I know they say we were a part of that, but again, I don't know. I feel like that was an upbring uh, uprising of white men that got upset cuz they couldn't get their way. Um, you know, I wouldn't allow for that. I can't speak on that. It's, 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 I would say it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, in the history books, they said we helped uh, free ourselves from Britain. Um, here you go. But Juneteenth, Juneteenth, Juneteenth. Um, before you said that, before um, you stated that it's basically the Black Man's Independence Day. Um, I never looked at it like that, man. I, I really looked at it as it was a hand-me-out. And um, it took two years for them to get to Texas, Galveston to be exact. I've been there, man. Uh, it's basically just a coast. It's like the coast. It's a, um, it's a coast city. Um, so they came by boat, basically. And came over there and was like, hey, y'all, y'all got to stop with the slavery. Right? Um, and and, and the crazy thing about it is Houston is named after Sam Houston. He was one of the original people that had slaves. You feel me? Yeah, and I and I think that's why it's been such a shift with Juneteenth, especially this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but look, the cops killing black men. This this is not brand new news to us. We, we grew up seeing this, mm-hmm. right? And, and existed way before we were even brought onto this earth. So, with everything going on and everything come to the fruition, you starting this like you bringing up Houston. I wouldn't be shocked if someone brought that up and be like, "Yo, we need to rename rename our city." Just think about it. Everything that's been named or used to promote blackness. Mm-hmm to sell products, but it's a negative connotation, basically, are starting to change. Like, for crying out loud, two name brands that we knew since we were little, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, are going through changes or will be going through changes at some point. They're going to completely come up with a new image and a different name. Mm-hmm. So, just learning about, just, just Knowing that about Houston, you know that may that may be the next step. Because think about it, we've it was protesting about police brutality first, and actually for them to acknowledge what's going on, even though we're not entirely there yet. True. And then with these protests, you know we have the sidebars of the looting and then the destruction of certain statues where it. Basically, underhand the the black man, um, these Confederate leaders, the renaming them army bases, uh, all this stuff is going to come to a head at some point, and that might be one of the next steps. And the names names of cities are going to start to change. So, well, shit. I mean, you got to change the name of Patterson too. You see what I'm saying? It's like I don't think people are ready. For exactly that, that that exact conversation just yet. 
Um, or if we would ever get to that point, because, you know, we've had these city names for what, hundreds of years now. <laughs> so how how much are they going to go and fight for those changes? You get well, what I'm saying? Well, well, fuck it. Let's have the conversation. Are you for unity or for separation? Now I'm the unity guy. I, I like to see people come together and understand. I guess, I guess my thought of unity is a balance of both to an extent. Like euphoria? Extent. Like a little peaceful, beautiful euphoria with the butterflies and shit? I, I, I don't even think, I, to be honest with you, I don't believe in that whole u, <laughs> utopian <laughs> idea. Um, that is not my way of thinking. Because there's, look, there always has to be a little bit of chaos every now and then in, in my eyes. Like, it doesn't have to be extreme chaos and uh, a revolution. Um, but that's how history has come because people don't like the change. So to get change and for people to accept things, there had to be some radical movement or or event to like change people's thinking. So, and a utopian idea? No, my 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 utopian idea is basically living in a world where we can accept each other for who we are, but also recognize that we do have differences in our. And our differences, yes, they make us different, but they don't force us to hate each other. If you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. I'm on the other side. I'm on separation, 100%. I used to be the one that wanted full-blown diversity because we know a JP, because we know a Steph, um, because we just know uh, uh, all of these people. But when I sat down and I really thought about it, I was like, those people are us. There's there's no divide between oh I identify as Hispanic, um I identify as black. Here's where I started to get um a little wild with it. If you identify with the black struggle, you are black. To me, to me, to me, my personal opinion. Um, because that means you willing to fight about that, do you willing to die about that? I have seen. I hate to keep bringing him up, but he'll get on here eventually, JP. I've seen JP ready to fight when people violating us. Chill he ready word. to go. You see what I'm saying? And he, yeah. he takes it He takes it disrespectful because he'll tell you quick, well, my great-grandfather was black. I'm not going for it. My great-grandfather black and injustice. He's not going for it. He's going to fight. And to me, I will never, I, even though he is Peruvian, I tell him every day, I'm like, bro, Peruvian is a black, bro. I don't even, like, what are we talking about? That's like bro, saying, bro, oh, look, huh? we all got dropped off at different Parts exactly. That, that, that's really what it is. Exactly. Which is why I say, if you identify with the black struggle, you identify with that in your blood and your genes. You are black to me. Let's go over there. Let's go build our own thing. They can have this. I don't want it no more. You talking about changing cities for what, bro? That's why I've never called myself a Pattersonian because I've always mentally looked at it like, yo, I'm owned by Patterson, whatever his name, first name was. But you know what I mean? They named the city after a white dude. That's why I always like, yo, I'm from Silk City. Or, yeah, I'm from Patterson, New Jersey. But I always say I'm from Patterson, New Jersey. So I guess we can go into a, um, the perfect discussion of, since you tell me, you know, you're about unity, I guess people want to understand that. But to understand that, they got to understand you as Mike B. Tell us who you are, man. Mike B is 
an American born from two Jamaican parents mm-hmm. who were both born and raised on the island. Uh, they immigrated here with my sister when she was younger. Um, I'm a loud mouth, speak my mind type of guy, but <laughs> I'm also very friendly and people oriented. Now, I like to have fun. But I also could be very serious when I have to be. Um, I'm always trying to help people. No. Never. I can push the envelope. I have. We know I have. But for the most part, um, down to earth, you can speak to me. If if you see me, I'll probably say hi. I'll probably smile at you. it's, It's funny that I'm talking about smiling with the face mask stuff right now. I, I I walk past people and smile and try to say hi and wave. Yeah, this face mask is killing me. I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they can't even see my smile right now. <laughs> like, if anybody know me, I'm always smiling from ear to ear, no matter where I'm at. I could be down in the dumps that day. If you see me that day, I will be smiling still. You may not know what's going on, but I think I think most more people will know that about me. Uh, when they get to know me, or if they already know me, like of course you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we we really we really gonna just talk about me, sir. Yeah, yeah, about- yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, cause I I just feel um when it comes to uniqueness, you are um man. Listen, we're from Patterson, New Jersey. Okay, um, if you know anything about us, uh, you can go and watch Lean on Me and. That's us. You understand that is that is uh, now, now now. Let me let me do a little disclaimer. Mike B went to tech, okay, <laughs> okay. But some of us chose to stay true, orange and blue, uh, fair east side, okay, uh, all right, and do our thing and join the east side clique. But I can't really talk that much shit because uh, I went to a charter school. But hey, yeah, we're not we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> First of all, uh, uh, let, let it be known, Big Sis Keisha B is the Eastside ghost yeah. through and through for life. She's Facts. never, never gonna change that. She Facts. always brings it up. Facts. So, my so let that too. be known first. <laughs> yeah. My mama too, my auntie, my uncles. Eastside is is embedded in our blood. Um, you know, even though we chose to go to different high schools, we still, you know, it's ghost. But you would never know that Mike would walk those same streets. And those same hood guys would be like, yo, what's up, Bennett? Very true. What's up, Mike? What you doing, yo? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just going, I'm just going in here to do this and this. Nah, I know you're not. And then they'll they'll tell Mike, like, yo, go that away. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you gotta, that's unique. You gotta talk about that. All right. So being in Jamaican, all right. You know, my household was strict. Not crazy. I wouldn't say it was crazy strict, but no, it was strict. No, I couldn't come home with nothing but A's and B's. You know, I had to be that straight A student or that honorable student. Uh, church was a big part of my life, especially because it was right across the street from my building when I used to live in, um, on Broadway. Uh, and I guess it was school, church, home for me when I was little, mm-hmm. just when my mom was alive. Uh, after my mom died, you know, uh started to venture out into different things. Um, meaning sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can remember when I 
first ran on the track. Uh, it was with get the coach name though. It was one right. Huh? It wasn't McDuffie, right? He was on the other team. Nah, Coach McDuffie, the judge, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was him. Oh, you ran with the Gazelles? Yeah, I ran with the Gazelles. I never went to the meets. I only went to practices. Oh. In the summer. I didn't know that. Yeah, so the crazy thing is, I think I ran that summer, and then that following winter, I think you was running with them. Mm Mm-hmm. And... We nah, talked about that too. We're not talking about that. We're not going to talk about that. But um, besides that, you know, I started playing football after my mom died too. And I was just trying to find an avenue um, to use the energy that I had. Because, you know, I was a dancer, but, you know, my father said no to dance school because, you know, we probably couldn't afford it at that point. Because mm-hmm. my sister would love nothing but to just get me to the dance school. I was always, you know, me. One always dance. So Michael Jackson, uh, Zach, y'all. All right, all right. You gotta throw that out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, football. Uh, end up playing with the Bulldogs. Uh, Trash. Watch your mouth. Must black and silver. All day. Black and silver. Watch your mouth. This ain't your episode. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I've been a bulldog all my life. Um, uh, so. Bulldog with Little League, then with the Tech, play for the Tech Bulldogs, then with the college, you play for the Bryant Bulldogs. So I went from black to silver, blue, white, blue, white, and black, then to black and gold. So been a Bulldog all my life. Football's been a part of it. Sports has been a part of it. Also ran track in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, big track star. You know, got my plaques and my medals, but those are in storage right now. I ain't hanging them up. Once I get my home, you know, the trophy room is going to be set. Right. But I can also say, um, I guess, I guess most people would say I'm a lover, not a fighter. Mm-hmm. More times than not. Uh, I've always been like the relationship type of guy. Um, and hearing this from my siblings, yeah, when, I, when I'm in a relationship, I give my all. So... So yeah, my, I wear my heart on the sleeve. So if so, oh, I, I will say this: um, I've been around for shit damn near all of those relationships. <laughs> um, I can honestly say you've given your all plus some, bro. Uh, um, man to man, I can t- I can definitely tell you that. Um, I'm not Appreciate sure. That. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if it was you was looking for a wife. Or that's just naturally you. You're, that's you and your element. But you definitely wore your heart on your sleeve, bro. You definitely gave him your all. You was a gentleman, right up even to the even to the breakup point. You was a gentleman, bro. I can talk about those, but I ain't gonna get into all that. No, no we we uh, that that's information for another episode. <laughs> look, look, just just follow my lead. What I tell wifey is, I say, yo, there was there was nobody before you. It was just you. I lost my virginity. To you, everything is you. <laughs> You know I ain't saying that. Hey, bro, I, I, I don't. Like that. I don't have no ex girlfriends. Okay, I, right. I've never. I've never been in a relationship until I met my wife, bro. Nah, <laughs> nah I can't do that. My experiences help shape me and how I think about relationships now. So, nah, chill. Can't mm. do that. Can't do that. <laughs> um, let's get to the church part of me, of course. Right. So you know me. Church has been a part. 
Wake up every morning when my, when I was little. Mom sending me and my brothers to Sunday school. Uh, had the whole Sunday school. I had I think about three or four different teachers. Um, over that period of time for Sunday school, part of the the choir, usher ministry, and I ended up starting a whole my ministry uh, with the boys of my church. Uh, it was it was that first white mop. Then grew into MOV. For all you uh, mime lovers on there, you can go find us on YouTube. That's Men of Valor with MOV at the end. Men of Valor. Valor spelled V-A-L-O-R. Um, our videos are still up there. You know, we may not be as active as we are. You know, as you know, as we get older, life takes over. Um, but I I still continue dance uh, ever so often. Um, still here and now, and uh, I'm more so in a mentor role. Uh, mentored is a group in Elizabeth right now called Boys of Zion. Now I'm trying to help them evolve, you know, grow up. Similar to, to us, you know, a bunch of kids, who, a bunch of boys who want to do it, you know, all age ranges. Got high school. Actually, I got a high school graduate from last year, but, uh, you know, got all this, I think, right now is like 18. 19 to the youngest being, I believe, nine at this moment. So now it's basically on the same path as we were almost, but uh, with a mentor. Now, we originally had a mentor. A lot of you know, church politics happened and we lost our mentor. So we kind of started fending for ourselves. You know, we had people to help try to guide us the right path. But, you know, it, that that was like a growing light. And showing me how, showing me and I guess I could say specifically my brothers, um, how to be leaders and to learn a lot from leadership. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I guess I've always been like a natural leader. Um, I, I would do first before I would dictate. Get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and and in all honesty, um, with MOV, I, I, st- I learned other things about myself that I, I needed to correct, like the way I talk to people. Because sometimes it may seem like I'm coming off arrogant, but that's totally not what I'm trying to do or trying to say. It doesn't come off all the time. It's, it just, I, I guess it comes off more so when I'm in a leadership position or when I'm in my confident mode, I guess. <laughs> Would you say? Yeah. Um, you're very passionate, and um, it can off-put a lot of people that don't have don't that 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 don't share your energy. That's what I would say. I definitely believe that. Definitely believe that. Um, but in a nutshell, with that, you know, I got a scholarship, went to Bryant University, as I mentioned earlier, played football. Um, and even on Bryant's campus, I started a hip hop dance group. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with a with a bunch of other students up there, Advanced Evolution. Um, you can go on you. I don't know if a lot of our stuff is on YouTube, but you know, that may be on YouTube, Facebook, somewhere mm. of us dancing. You know, that's hip hop, cultural dances. You know, because uh, everybody in the group was from somewhere. You know, you had, you know, you had your Americans or Italians. I would like to say, and then you had the Puerto Ricans, you had the Jamaicans, you had the Haitians, and. Yeah, the motherland. Yeah, like, come on. Like So all the I, life people. 
basically, but you know you you know you, you know how you have a uh our right brothers and sisters who joined the cause and know know what's up. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it was it was that was a dope experience. You know, we had I had fun with that. Um like so, I so, you, so you've been shaped, man. You know, just the just hearing your story, man, seeing how far you've come. Um I mean, I hate even bringing this up, but I feel like it's so important for somebody that's listening. People got to understand you, you lost your mom super young, bro. And uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then you kept going. You yeah. kept going. You just talked about Bryant University like it was some small thing. Like, oh, yeah, I went to Bryant University. You know, it was like, fam, <laughs> you had scholarships, my guy. Like, you you, you did the damn thing. You, you lived with a lot of us when we was kids, bro, what we dreamed about, fam. And if I'm being honest, the only reason you're not in the NFL is because you chose not to take that route. You understand? You see, like, and I'm getting a little too deep and shit because I actually know you, but <laughs> you know, I'm just me. I'm proud of you, uh, personally. I don't think we as black men say that to each other enough. So I'm, I'm telling you this on air, but I also tell you off air, man. I love you. I am proud of the man that you've become. Um, you have done a phenomenal job. Your brothers have done a phenomenal job. We don't have to speak on Keish. Keish is Mother Earth. She has done everything possible to nourish y'all man and it's just a pleasure to know you bro like for real for real man thanks you man. are truly a man of valor bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 and, and those of you listening uh he, he, he didn't bring up uh me losing my mother that was literally before i uh a month literally before my 12th birthday so let that sink in, and I am now 28, turning 29 in August this year. Yeah, man, that's 17 years without a mother. And even though I don't mention my father a lot, just keep it frank. Man wasn't really my. He was there, but w wasn't really there. Um, I guess I had more. I would say he was a placeholder than actually someone who was in my life at that at that point in time. Yeah, so that's a that's a synopsis of Mike. I don't think we need to go in any further detail about that because you know a lot of this stuff is gonna come out over these episodes. Over episodes, man. So, um, are you excited about this, man? You feel like we wasting our time or what, man? What you think? I don't think we wasting our time. I think, I think this is an avenue that uh, we both been trying to get into for a while. We just didn't know how to. Mm. Um. Cause like to be honest with you, like let, let's be for real. Um, one thing that you know, I, I'll get into at a different point is at Bryant, I was a host for different like, campus events. Mm. Like you go there, you see Mike, like oh Mike's talking. All right, let's go. That that's how it was when I was on Bryant's campus. Like I hosted shows, and I even went back and hosted like I think another two shows after I graduated. I got a question. So, man, I guess I guess we can definitely get into that on another another episode, man. Like this, just the whole college, uh, how they address you in college. Because I wonder if they knew you was homeboys with gangbangers, fam. She, <laughs> 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 yo, oh, that's another that's another that's a whole other topic for <laughs> episode, bro. <laughs> so look, check this out, man. 
Yo, you get yeah. So look, check this out. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Mike did what he did best, man. He stole the show. That, that is <laughs> Mr. Mike B. Um, y'all tune in for the next episode. It's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. I promise you that. Mike, you got anything for them? Yeah, just keep tuning in. You know, we just coming from the heart, and we're only speaking what we know. We, we ain't trying to put no false information out there. We just just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, love is love. You be safe. Stay blessed. Yes. BMM out. Babe, what was my question? How am I supposed to read your mind? What? You're supposed to read my mind and we're together. You're supposed to know. You're supposed to think of what I want to say next. Uh, <laughs> this, this you ever heard, you know, people who love each other, they complete each other's sentences. You know, you never heard of that thing, bro. That's some European boy. Let me, let me, right. That answer is yes and no. What? Uh, bro, oh my gosh, shut your ass up. Bro. Let, me, let me finish, just quiet. Let me finish. When it comes to finishing sentences, we ain't going to finish the sentence exactly how you think we're going to finish the sentence. We're going to finish the sentence how we think it is, but we know what you want. <laughs> so y'all better say the right thing to finish my sentence, man. I'm going to be chill because I'm a therapist. I got to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs>